0: what's up you guys sean ross sat managing editor of fightful.com fightfulwrestling.com and now fightful select this is a special preview show for those of you who are maybe on the fence about getting the service Uh, this is one of the shows that will be featured on fightful select Uh, there are multiple tiers there are two basic tiers and then we have more of uh sponsor tiers where you can judge or you can decide on what some of the content is you can have yourself featured in the content Lots of cool stuff like that, but we're doing retro reviews, Q&A shows. I'm doing an NXT 205 Live, New Japan, Ring of Honor being the elite show every week. Just lots of cool stuff coming that way. The return of members-only podcasts. I filmed my first retro review, and it was WWF Backlash 1999. That show was a lot of fun to watch. It was a real wake-up call to watch. You see a lot of the stuff that just would not go down today, would not fly today, and... uh <laughs> That that one was just it was just so unique to go back and look and see the differences from everything in attire to how people conducted themselves before and after matches, a uh, lot lots of stuff like that. Somebody in the chat says more alternate commentary SRS. Uh, we might film some of those, maybe. Those haven't taken off or anything, but they 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 do okay. But might film some of those solo. Might film some of those with. Uh, with new names. I know John Morehouse wants to get in on those, but today is a Q and a show. These will be, uh, I think bi-weekly on fightful select. It launches Monday, April 2nd. So, I mean, I want questions from you guys in the chat as well while we're doing this. And that's how we'll conduct it on fightful select too. If you're a member of fightful select, you can ask questions live as I stream among other things. Somebody asked Andrew Brousseau asks, Uh, What matches are you most looking forward to at WrestleMania? So from a complete curiosity standpoint, I'm looking forward to the Daniel Bryan return match because I've not seen him wrestle in three, four years, however long it's been. Uh, I've not seen him wrestle since then. And to me, that's the big question mark, is how he will look sustained. How will he come out of that match? Um, I want to see Styles Nakamura probably from a quality standpoint, more than anything. Also, Charlotte Asuka to round out the top three, to be honest with you. I think that one's going to be very special. I think it's going to be just two juggernauts going at it between Asuka and how real she makes everything look in the ring to Charlotte, who I think has a has a certain superstar quality that, that a lot of people struggle to find. But I, I think that one's going to be... If they put that on last I wouldn't mind. I know some people would mind. Some people would throw a fit, but <laughs> I wouldn't mind at all. At all. I just when when I think of Charlotte Nasca, now they could have built Charlotte a lot better. They had this weird dumb holding pattern for several of their champions from Brock Lesnar to Alexa Bliss to Charlotte where they just didn't show up and they didn't necessarily defend the title and they they like, it sacrificed the quality of the program quite a bit, I think. How do you structure the Ronda match? Uh, should Steph get much offense? She should only get cheap offense. Here's a fun story. One time, I had a booker that was interested in booking me versus Vince Russo. And they messaged me about it, and they said, would you be able to work a match with them? And I said, yeah, I could work a match. I could set up the match. And it'd be a lot of gaga, it'd be a lot of weird stuff, it'd be a lot of uh, that person, uh, Vince cheating. Let's be real, Vince can't beat me up. Sorry, Vince. But um, in my head, I, I had that idea. I guarantee you that Triple H and Kurt Angle and Stephanie McMahon and Ronda Rousey have had this in their head for weeks, 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 because none of them, beyond Stephanie getting offense, they don't want to make Ronda Rousey look bad in the ring. And that's always the thing. When you have the new person, you stick to what they're really, really strong at. If there's something that, that uh, Stephanie or Ronda Rousey can or can't do, they're going to communicate that to one another well beforehand because Ronda Rousey's already, she ran into some trouble when she was with Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville. And that's the thing you played. I've had a lot of people's first matches and it can be nerve wracking, but they all went pretty well. I, i Had better matches with a lot of people in their first match than a lot of people in their 100th or 200th matches. You just got to find out what they're good at and what they're what they're strong at. You think this is the weakest build up to a WrestleMania ever? No, not even close. Uh, Nowhere near close. There were a lot in the. I, I, I. As far as build up, there were some of the early WrestleManias didn't have a whole lot of build, and the guys weren't on TV, but maybe once a month. So, no, no. Do you think Paul Heyman partners up with Roman Reigns like he did with CM Punk and Big Show? I think it'd be a good idea. I think you should go full steam ahead on a Roman Reigns antagonist situation. That's that's the way that he is taken right now, and that's the way you should run with him. There are other guys you can have as the top top babyface. Hulk Hogan had, had the Monsters just popping up, and he was fighting them all the time. Roman Reigns can have the baby faces just popping up and fighting them all the time, and I think that his style works for that. His little clotheslines in the corner and all that, yeah. Hey, Sean, who who in your mind do you think will make a special appearance at Mania? Do you have any info on the star power that they will have at the biggest show of the year? I don't have any info. I would just assume maybe The Rock would because... He they've been strangely quiet about potential surprises, and there hasn't been a lot of news that has emerged out of that. But uh, I always expect either The Rock or Steve Austin, and I used to, either one of those two or Hogan, but not Hogan anymore. Sean, who do you think is going to win? Kurt and Ronda over Triple H and Steph? Um, Kurt and Ronda. Celebrities never lose at WrestleMania outside of Battle Royals. Go back and look. We have the all-time WrestleMania results up at Fightful.com, and at no point has a celebrity ever been pinned or submitted. They just don't like that. Whatever. It's odd. I mean, use them to get the people over, but WrestleMania is so much like a standalone event that they don't really care. They'll sacrifice the quality of their own Roster in order to put a celebrity over, get on Entertainment Tonight, yada yada yada. And if that's what they want to do and it works, more power to them. They've been doing it for thirty-four years now. I see Carmella going the Seth Rollins route at WrestleMania. What do you say? It depends. It depends. Um, because here's how I think. I think that Oscar versus Charlotte's going to be a knockdown drag out, and the winner should be celebrated. Do you want to end Oscar's streak there? But then, like, who benefits from ending Oscar's streak? Do you want it to be somebody competitive or do you want it to be somebody looking to get heat like they did with Carmella becoming the first women's money in the bank winner with a guy winning it for? Her? Do you really want to go down that road again after you've had nothing for Carmella? I can't, I, I don't, I don't know. I think Nia Jackson and Alexa Bliss should be a squash match, like a one minute squash match. I don't see Carmella cashing in after something like that. Okada said he wanted to face the rock. That probably won't happen. Who will be the next WWE guy to make the jump to new Japan? Well, that's interesting. Do you mean new, J- like currently on the roster or just in general? Cause if you had asked me four or five months ago, I would have said Carl Anderson and Lou Gallows, but with their association with Finn Balor, I don't think that's going to be the case anymore. If, If it doesn't end up going their way, I could see the revival because, my God, they could revolutionize that New Japan heavyweight tag team division. Otherwise, I'd imagine it would be a 205 Live guy, somebody that grows unhappy and moves on over and handles things like that. You don't see it a whole lot these days. Mainly, you see guys get released or they just don't have anything for themselves, and then they they reinvigorate themselves in New Japan. Do you think that Rhonda could turn heel and become a corporate stooge and turn on cunt, or Kurt? Wow, that was a <laughs> easy for me to say. No, uh, she'll, I think she'll turn heel eventually because she's a natural heel when she does uh, videos and promos and stuff. Wish I could see Cesaro in the G1, uh, you and me both, buddy. David Bixon's fan. Could you book a 24-man fantasy BOLA tournament? Okay, PWG, Battle of Los Angeles. Somebody asked us that, and David couldn't think of people off the top of his head. I will assume that David was being sarcastic, but if we were to do it, and I'm going to try to keep count here, I would say people contractually available, so people who can work PWG, they work Lucha Underground, Ring of Honor, Maybe some New Japan. Matt Riddle. I think Matt Riddle is one of the best workers in the world, period. Cody. I think he's one of the best characters in the world, period. Kenny Omega. I think he's one of both. Matt and Nick Jackson, just because they're super over. And this is a fantasy tournament. I would want it to be as big as possible. Marty Skrull. throw him in there. Keith Lee, because you have to have somebody like a Keith Lee. Who physically is just way different than everybody else? Jay and Mark Briscoe, just a couple of the long running. Every everything they say, everything they do, I buy. Every, just every single thing just reeks real to me out of uh, out of Mark and Jay Briscoe, and I, I don't know how anybody couldn't like that act. Punishment Martinez for a lot of the same reasons I said Keith Lee, he can work. He's a huge guy. He can get it done in the ring. Scorpio Sky. I love the the resurgence he's had in Ring of Honor, and I think he should be able to show that with a lot of these great talents. On the younger side, Sammy, I think Guevara. I saw him in San Antonio. He got high marks at the Aralucha tapings for those that I spoke to. So I would put him in there. He's, he's phenomenal. He runs his own vlog, too. That's very good. Pentagon. How do you not have Pentagon in there? Pentagon has just – and now he's become a North American or a, an American indie draw as well. Ray Phoenix because, holy crap, man, the things that that guy is capable of, in that same breath, Will Osprey and Angelico, I'd put them in there just because I, I wonder – because assuming this would happen at the new venue, you never know what they can cook up. Dalton Castle, his his feats of strength always impress me. So maybe you see him uh, deadlift German suplex a punishment Martinez King Cuerno or El Hijo del Fantasma love his work Zach Saber Jr. because you don't have necessarily a real submission specialist in this tournament that that I'm booking Jason Kincaid because he's so creative he does some great writing for us at Fightful.com he did basically a Q and A on how to start a pro wrestling company so I would I would put him in there as well. Jeff Cobb, uh, lump lump him in there with the Punishment Martinez. Keith Lee thing, you almost need a guy at each end of that bracket who can do that stuff. Walter, too. Joey Janela, because he's unpredictable. He's got that aura about him. I mean, we did an interview with him, and it got more response than a lot of Ring of Honor, Impact Wrestling, Lucha Underground people we do stuff with. Last but not least... I would have somebody take the reins from a Candice LeRae. I would put Ivelisse in the tournament. I don't know how she hasn't been signed by WWE. If I were them, I would have signed her. Well, she's contractually obligated to Lucha Underground. That's why. But I think that she can go with the dudes. I, I buy her as well. A plus. There, there's your 24 people, Bix. You, you, you asked sarcastically. There you go. How would I refresh Bray Wyatt? Bray Wyatt is that unique character in modern pro wrestling that is a horror movie character. WWE has had to move away from the supernatural and you know, the spellbinder and Papa Shango and The Undertaker and all these people. Social media exists. We know what's real. We know what's not real. But Bray Wyatt came in just as creepy dudes in the woods. Like that, That's what the Wyatt family was. He developed into cult leader that has some audio visual skills huh what what are you doing mate you're good at AV I that is your deal I don't know I think the cult leader played its played played itself out I would go back to creepy guy from the woods, getting back to his roots. I don't know what the Lake of Reincarnation will cause. He doesn't have anything planned for WrestleMania. I mean, that's that's just its kind of mind-boggling. And he didn't a couple of years ago either, and he had an interaction with The Rock. So <laughs> maybe that's that's the way to go. Maybe he has an interaction with one of those guys, but I think that's an Elias spot this year. Heavy J says, refresh Bray by adding a spiritual guide gimmick from NWA's Josephus. Man, they got Josephus over, at least in in that small bubble, very well with those videos. Nick from Pro Wrestling Unlimited, our friends over there, says, why do you not like my NWA North American belt? It's not even the current one, bro. Get the real one. Brian Rose posted the question. What were your first memories of professional wrestling? And I took this. And I posted screenshots of my first memory of professional wrestling on Twitter and got hundreds of responses, and it was really great. My first memory was seeing Ric Flair scale a cage, and then I see somebody else with face paint in that cage. Now, myself and David Bixenspan had narrowed that down to two shows. It was either the show in 1989 where Ric Flair and Sting were scaling opposite cages, or it was Ric Flair teaming with Sting – Against the Great Muta and Terry Funk, and that that was my first memory. And I was like, "Wow, who's that guy with the bleach blonde hair? Who's that guy with the face paint? They're inside of a cage. They're fighting. This is so cool." That was my that was the first glimpse that I had at it. And I asked for responses from everybody else. A ton of people got into it because of Bret and Shawn, whether it be at the Iron the Iron Man match at WrestleMania twelve, or their 1997 feud. Also a lot of people from Hogan warrior, but the one that I was surprised that so many people got interested in wrestling from was earthquake and Hulk Hogan. And specifically earthquake squishing Hulk Hogan. Now you want to know what's, what's crazy to think John Tenta back then earthquake. He wasn't even 30 yet. He didn't turn 30 until 1993 he passed away rest in peace in 2006 at 42 in 2006 when cm punk is on the roster john is running things john tenta is several years younger than many guys on that roster man And they they gave him another run it's it's even weirder to think that when John Tenta came back as Golga in like 1999 I was like man John Tenta probably all washed up nah man he's 36 Whew. man somebody says has Bixon Span eating the, eating that hat from the CM Punk betting that is uh <laughs> that's Rob McCarron, not Bix. Sean, you are my hero. You have a dream job. Bless you, sir. If anything opens for podcasts, please reach out. It's a tough job. I'm not going to lie to you all. You have to to do this job. You have to be willing to sacrifice a lot of things. I live in a very, very cheap place. If I had, if I lived in LA or New York, it'd be very, very tough to do, do this job and come out ahead. But I live in a very, uh, financially stable situation. I'm putting my wife through college right now. And, um, it's good, but you have to be on call 24-7 as well. And fortunately, I have some good people helping me that have alleviated some of that as we launch this Fightful <clears throat> select service. Typhoon is still here, but not wrestling. Yeah, uh, from what I understand, the natural disasters were planned to go in the Hall of Fame last year, but then Fred Ottman got sick. I don't know if that was true, but that's something that I had heard from somebody within WWE. Yeah. Who would win in a staring contest between Alex Palowski and Jeff Hawkins? Jeff Hawkins, hands down, because Alex, in order to gain the upper hand, has to be able to rant. He go, he'll he'll have to talk to you for ten to fifteen minutes straight about a topic. Jeff, however, will get in your head when you're making a point. He'll be like, and I'm like, oh, what's this motherfucker? What's this motherfucker gonna do saying I'm wrong? And I get inside my own head before my point's even done. <laughs> that's ad uh, jeff would win that one hands down but who's gonna win their spiked beach ball match at uh, our barbed wire beach ball match at fightful mania who knows is there anyone better than aj styles seen as a fraud not a 16 time champ randy is played out can i have an srs mask Unfortunately, you can have an SRS mask if you subscribe to Fightful Select. Uh, I don't like those things. I think they are pretentious. I think they are goofy. I hate the idea of me saying, hey, guys, you can get an SRS mask. Oh, oh, oh. That was a Jimmy Van and a Lindsay and a Melissa thing. Two of the great members of our tech team. But hmm. somebody says, Vince Russo was the only reason I cared about Fightful. Haven't watched since. You are here right now watching this show hit the bricks jr would you prefer the 205 live guys be on nxt and then the show be two hours no i think nxt at max should be 90 minutes there's a certain charm to nxt not being as long as other wwe shows now when i say that i often push for the nxt pay-per-view events to be three hours long and i'm okay with that because wwe Pay-per-views are essentially three and a half, four... hours long with their pre-show and there are more of them in NXT you only have five or six a year so three hours at five or six a year is a lot more digestible to me than three and a half four hours at 12 to 13 times a year anyway is there anyone better than AJ Styles seen as a fraud not a 16 time champ Randy's played out yeah I think Randy Orton has played out I think he's okay in the U.S. title situation. Like, what's wrong with that? In the ring? In WWE? No, I don't think anybody's better than AJ Styles. Cena is a 16-time champ. It was scripted that way. Deal with it. If WWE ever gets Rosemary, they could do a Rock and sock style association with Rosemary as Mankind and Sasha playing the role of the Rock. Uh, Rosemary. Uh, I like Rosemary just fine. I did not like the segment on last week's impact. My God, WWE. It was like WWE. It was the camera cuts and all the crappy zooms. She's 34 right now. And a few years ago, they wouldn't have signed a woman who's 34, but these days they'll do it. They don't care. Uh, They'll have it. They'll have at it. So I think she stands a good chance of being signed up. If, she, she strikes me as one of those women, and I don't have inside insight as to whether or not she would or wouldn't, but she seems like the type of person that would stick with Impact because they gave her her break, kind of like a, an Abyss did, unless they just didn't give her the right amount of money. Who do I see changing brands after WrestleMania? Uh, the Revival need to. Finn Balor needs to. Either that or it needs to be opened up to where he can be something more because he's getting he's getting really good in the ring Seth Rollins either Seth Rollins or Finn Balor <clears throat> should in my estimation uh, they'll probably move somebody like Brizongo and then not do anything with him a like a lot like what they did um a lot like what what they did with Heath Slater and Rhino sorry, I spaced out a little bit there. So I think that could happen. Jinder Mahal maybe. But oh my god, that would drag down the quality of Raw significantly. I think you need to get Bobby Roode, Jinder Mahal, and or Randy Orton away from one another. And Baron Corbin. Those are four guys who wrestle very, very similar styles. So they need a freshening up. On the women's side of things, I think you break up the Riot Squad for sure. That is a pointless group. I feel bad for Sarah Logan and Liv Morgan that they got called up well before they needed to. No character, no direction. Ruby Riot a little bit. She takes what WWE gives her in, in form of speaking. But, oh, man, it's so rough. <clears throat> it's so rough. Will you bring post-boxing shows back in the premium service? They're going to be back on the regular service if there's a boxing match worth covering. Triple G and Canelo would be one if it happens. But that Joshua Parker fight. Was trash. More specifically, that ref was trash. That ref should be embarrassed of himself. I, uh, good on Mauro Ronaldo for calling that out. <clears throat> <clears throat> Who do I think WWE is going to release after WrestleMania? Nobody. They released people in o- October. So if Sting versus Undertaker ever happened, would it sell more tickets for WWE? Of course it would sell tickets. Who do I think will appear in the crowd at TakeOver? That's an interesting one. Um, Maybe some of the horsewomen. Maybe. Who else we got? Maybe, I don't know if Keith Lee's signed. I, who's getting signed right now? I'd, I'd have to go back and look. Um, there there are some that are just waiting. And hey, I ricochet debuting. I was excited about that. By the way, that, that NXT show will start going on Fightful Select a very soon. Very soon. <clears throat> Next week. How would I book Ronda in WWE? A special attraction. I'd put her against big main names. I would have her on Raw one time. I think I think that uh, Brock Lesnar should wrestle on Raw one time. Just F5 somebody. Whatever. But I would have her immediately roll into an arm bar. Tap somebody. You know, an Alicia Fox if she were healthy. Thoughts on Shayna Baszler. I like Shayna Baszler a lot. Uh, Shayna Baszler comes from the tutelage of Billy Robinson and Josh Barnett, And that's where some of my coaches and trainers uh, worked with and trained. And I had the good fortune of spending a day or two training with Billy Robinson before his passing. And that, I mean, my shoulders were so messed up uh, at that point. I could barely, I, I can't really hold my hands up. I, that's why I don't spar anymore, but that was something I had to do. And that woman spent a lot of time training with Billy Robinson. The amount that I learned that went into my head, working with Billy Robinson and Billy Scott for like a day or two. My God. So for her, somebody that's dedicated their life to his Catch Can Wrestling and Josh Barnett and all that, and I love just the difference. Yeah, I love the difference that a lot of these people are doing. Like some people won't run ropes. Cool. Give me that. Again, she reeks realism. AJ or Wilder SRS, probably Joshua. Uh, I would love to see Wilder win that, though. When is Sean versus Nick for the NWA North American Championship? That's something that no reputable company would ever book. Maybe like a Grimms Toy Show will book that or something. I don't know. Any free agents that we should looking at uh, that WWE are interested in signing. Well, I know they're always they always have their eye on a Matt Riddle. I know they have their eye on Keith Lee. Those are the two main ones that I would that I've always heard that they have their eye on. Some of the Lucha Underground people, when their contracts are up, they they will be looked at, but they are the main ones. I know Joey Janela wants to go to WWE, so do with that what you will. What do I think about the Daniel Bryan return? Oh, my God, what a shot in the arm that is for WWE. They needed that. They needed a, a Daniel Bryan. It's Man, imagine that. I mean, okay. That would be like UFC getting a big main event former champion just walking right back in the door. Because you can say what you want about Daniel Bryan and crossing over and all that stuff. His yes chance became pop culture. All kinds of sports teams do that. Which WrestleMania event would you say is the greatest of all time in your opinion and why? Okay, so most people say 17. I say 19, man. WrestleMania 19 was just special. It was the return to – like, well, it wasn't a return. It was that Safeco Field thing, and there were a couple of stadiums in my lifetime that I looked at as like like a special mecca. One was the Sky Dome because it was the first retractable roof that I remember as a kid. The other was Safeco because Safeco Field had the retractable roof but was like a new – It was like one of the first of that new age retractable roof stadiums. And back then the Mariners were rocking the shit (laughs) like around 2001 when they announced it. So the Mariners were big. And uh, Brock Lesnar and Angle, The Rock and Austin Hulk and McMahon was very good. Triple H, Booker T, Michaels, Jericho. I thought that was a good show. Uh, Undertaker versus Big Show and A-Train was a lot better than I remembered it as well. Matt Hardy, Rey Mysterio. I loved WrestleMania 19. Heard any surprises for the 50-man Royal Rumble? They don't have a damn clue what they're doing for the 50-man Royal Rumble yet. They're still getting that together. I was told they're they're getting through WrestleMania, and then they would handle that as it came. Who is the biggest waste of potential in wrestling, i.e. wrestlers who cost themselves a chance to make it big or had a major downfall? I would say, arguably, Ahmed Johnson. He was over. He They gave him everything on a silver platter. Either he or WWF had lied about his age. He was actually several years older. Like he was near the age of Booker T and Stevie Ray. Because I, mean, I just interviewed Stevie Ray. Go check it out on YouTube. He's signing for WrestleCon this weekend. But he was about their age, or at least Booker's age. And he was prone to injury, hurt people. He didn't look to improve. He looked to do cool new moves, but he didn't look to improve a lot. And he was a guy that everybody looked at. He passed the airport test where people turn and look at him in the airport like, who is that? Even if you don't know that they're a wrestler, you know that they're somebody. Have you seen Kino versus Segura from Pro Wrestling? No, and not yet. I will watch it soon. Not this week, though. If you could bring in another podcast personality, who would you bring into the Fightful Network? Well, if you mean a podcast personality, it'd be Conrad Thompson because the man is a hit factory. Everything he touches is really, really successful, so it'd be him. Uh, If you mean like a wrestler or a personality or a name like that, um, if you would have asked me two years ago, I would have said Joey Styles because when when we launched Fightful, I wanted to have Vince McMahon, or Vince McMahon, of course Vince McMahon, Vince Russo doing a retro show where I only talked to him about old stuff and that would be about WWF and WCW. And then Joey Styles would be the WCW one. But Like I mentioned, man, man, Conrad Thompson is so good at those retro shows. He's got uh, Bruce for the WWF show. He's got Tony for WCW show. And I think they mainly do watch alongs now because it refreshes Tony's memory. But now he got Bischoff for that, for that WCW show. And I, I hope he gets Joey Styles, too. So I I would want somebody like that who had been around everything that I wouldn't run out of subject matter on. Anytime I interviewed Vince Russo, Jimmy Van would be like, ask him stuff that hasn't been asked before. And that's my specialty, man. That's that's what I like to do. I like to ask people things that they don't talk about a lot. Like, if USA Today, uh, all due respect to them, interviews Vince Russo, he would be like, they would ask him, oh, David Arquette, you put the title on yourself and attitude, yeah, blah 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 blah. I like to ask him like about Midian. Well, why'd you all change from Phineas Godwin to Midian? And he'll talk about five ten minutes on it. We we have really good chemistry, so if that could get back on the same page, that would be cool because I always like doing shows with him. But um, yeah, there's there's just so many people. It's just the amount of time that you have to dedicate to that. But there there's a lot of people I'd like to bring in. How would you reintroduce Samoa Joe uh, with the Authors of Pain? I'd have him lead the Authors of Pain. Simple. Have him come in. They are the new dominant shield, ass-kicking, beating everybody else. That's, that's. I don't know how else you could do it. And immediate main event talent right there. You want to build Roman Reigns as an underdog? Against those three, that's a way to do it. Who do I think will show up on the Raw and SD Live after Mania? I don't know, man. Drew McIntyre, maybe. Maybe the author's pain. Do you think WWE will book Kenny Omega the right way if he comes to WWE? He doesn't have any desire to come to WWE right now. But yeah, I do think they'd book him well. Could Daniel Bryan use Final Countdown since Ronda uses bad reputation? Well, Ronda is much higher priority for WWE than Daniel Bryan even is right now. I was surprised they licensed that and didn't just get a a uh, like a mock-up done or a cover done. This would be a little bit cheaper, but no, I think they'll stick with his theme that he's got going right now. <clears throat> what indie wrestler would best translate to WWE without editing? Would you say Skrull, given his gear, entrance and character? That one would work pretty pretty damn well. Pretty damn well. If they would let Cody uh, do what he does, that would too. Mark and Jay Briscoe, I think, is the best bet because you could plop Mark and Jay Briscoe down right now against the Usos, and I think that is a WrestleMania. I think it would be one of the biggest tag team matches in WrestleMania history. A program with those two leading into a WrestleMania match. So, yeah, those two. Um, it. I would love to say Matt Riddle because I love what he does, but they would he'd be RVD 2.0, and that's not a bad thing. RVD was super over, but they had him say cool and whatever, and you know he's he's spoken at length on, on that. If you could assemble a five-person squad to wrestle another, uh, another outlet's team in a Survivor Series battle, who are you calling and rolling with? Now, are you talking about fightful personalities? If that's the case, as it pertains to fightful, I don't want to slight anybody. It'd be me. It'd be Jimmy Van, because he's gonna pay somebody off. It'd be Anna because I mean she's done some training. Carlos Toro, because of the cardio. My God, the cardio. And then probably James Lynch because he's man works out every single day. That's probably who I'm rolling with. Speaking of James Lynch, I I just wanted to mention, you know, we've covered a couple UFC events. Over the last year. And for some reason, they denied us credentials last week. And they said, oh, apply under this other thing and you'll get approved. And I looked and I was like, man, we do eight times the traffic of them. Then UFC used one of our quotes on their social media. Hmm. Tessa Blanchard to WWE would be awesome. They're not interested in signing her right now. She is booked for the all-in show. Should WWE split Kevin and Zane and put them on different brands after the Mania draft? I think part of the charm of Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn is that they always end up in the same place. Because Kevin Owens thought that he was being rid of Sami Zayn. And then all of a sudden, Sami Zayn got drafted right back there. Just got sent right back over. So guys, get your last second questions in. I'll finish my final pitch or for Fightful Select make sure you all check it out it launches mo- or monday april 2nd my god we've got a lot of stuff going on over there for you all these Q&A shows twice a month they'll go from 25 minutes all the way up to 45 50 minutes as long as uh, the questions come in there are uh, a monthly re- there there is a monthly retro review show the first month backlash 1999 it was so much fun to do that Exclusive fightful photo galleries. I have uh, been to several events and done some photography work for here for other sites. Jimmy Van has a ton of stuff. We have uh, artwork that people submit to us, uh, special posters that we have over there. You all can check those out. Use them as you please. Uh, monthly outtake and behind the scenes footage. I have these snippets, some from some ranging from like a minute in length, all the way up to full podcasts, and. Like, it's stuff that I can't air. It's me and the person talking on or off the air. Or there's stuff like Kennedy and Davari podcast that I just can't run because just for a number of different reasons, I'm not able to run that type of stuff. We have biweekly dark match commentary. Head over to our YouTube. I have one up. Molly Holly versus D.D. D. Venturi. That's one of the lower names on the marquee because we've got John Cena, Brock Lesnar, Shelton Benjamin, AJ Styles, Bobby Roode. I take these uh, dark matches that aired before WWE events that don't have commentary, and I apply commentary. What I know about some of these people, maybe some behind-the-scenes stories, maybe some stories of me interviewing them, lots of stuff there as well. The Return of Members Only podcast, I think I'm going to try to do those once a month or two, and I'll have a guest talk a little bit of wrestling, talk about what that guest is into, Just just chop it up a little bit. Then on the next tier, you can get Jimmy Van's book, Wrestling's Underbelly from Bingo Halls to Shopping Malls. He's planning on adding to that eventually when he gets the time. Also, early access to Fightful interviews and segments. There are interviews that I have up that aren't, aren't going to be released for months. Like I have them for special projects. I have them for Wikipedia fact check or making a finisher. You'll get access to those as soon as I edit them and upload them. You'll have access to Jimmy Vann's match archive footage. The first one features Bobby Roode, way back in the day before he made it big. I know he's got other ones with Eric Young, Nova, all kinds of people who worked at Canadian circuit. You can also get a fightful shirt on that upper tier. Now we also have sponsor tiers. Now those are admittedly much higher where you can get, uh, you can guest star on a podcast. We can write the column of your choosing. We'll provide alternate commentary or do a retro review on a match or event of your choosing and you'll be credited in content. And then if you've, if you bathe, if you are Scrooge McDuck and you just rub gold coins on yourself all day, there are tiers where you can have uh, Justin Roberts do a custom ring announcement for you, like we did for Listen Your Boy. You can have a life size cutout of you <laughs> that will sit behind you and listen to your boy. Then we send it to you. And then there's the top tier, which is like basically a lifetime membership to Fightful Select and a sponsored tier where you're flown out to Toronto. And you will be a part of the list, and your boy also, you will get the famed laser engraved Jeff Jarrett guitar. I mean, you know, there's only one of those, my friends. So, when and if that one sells, I got to come up with a new thing. Cause I mean, that Jeff Jarrett laser engraved guitar, it's worth every bit of the money. Elias Roman says, how much do I have to pay for Fightful Select? The uh, two basic tiers are 5 and $10. Who should be the first ideal opponent of Rom- Roman after Mania? This is the fourth coronation of the guy. So I'd imagine this reign is going to be lengthy. Ideally, it'll be Samoa Joe with Authors of Pain. I just don't want author- Authors of Pain to be cronies and foils for him. That's not what I want. I want the Authors of Pain to be something special. It should be... Samoa Joe hanging out with these two big brooding, badass sons of bitches. Cause I don't think Paul Ellering is going to go on the road with authors of pain. That's just my estimation. Could female legends show up in the women's battle Royal, like the women's Royal rumble? I think they should. Why not Beth Phoenix right now? You have Sasha Bailey and Becky. That's those are the only women I think have a chance of winning it. It should because they don't make, People care about the other women. And that's a shame. That is uh, that is a tragedy that there are so many. I mean, even last year, I cared about Braun Strowman. Guys, Fightful Select, I want to thank you guys so much for joining me on an Easter Sunday with my ratty hair. My God, I'm going to go spend some time with my family. Fightfulselect.com, but still send me those questions in every single week, whether you're a subscriber or not to Fightful Select. I will answer your questions. Then if maybe you subscribe down the line, go back and check it out. Until next time, guys, we are out.